You're listening to the Superman Super Show, episode number 58, The Black Gang. Hello and welcome to the Superman Super Show. I'm a host. My name is Steven. And a thousand miles over there to my right is another host, Mr. Ed Moore. Howdy, folks. I uh, watched the new Dungeons and Dragons movie recently. Okay. Have you you seen it? No, not yet. It uh, is now. I'm not as up to date on Dungeons and Dragons. You know, I, I played it a few times in junior high mm-hmm. and then played other role playing games in high school, but was never like a big D&D guy. All, everything uh, as far as any experience that I might have with D&D is more reading Dragonlance books because I, okay. I owned quite a bit of them back in the day. Okay. Um, but... The the movie was set in the Forgotten Realms, and I don't know if okay. s- s- the standard D&D setting anymore is the Forgotten Realms. Uh, um, but- no, it's Pathfinder is pretty much where everything okay. is set now. But um, actually, having brought that up, Forgotten Realms, I believe, was originally intended as a D&D setting, and then they decided to write novels based there, but it had been yeah. – a D&D setting for a while before the novel started coming out. Yeah. But okay. Yeah. But it's it the the movie starts out up there by Icewind Dale. Okay. And they cross the name? spine of the world at one point. They talk okay. about uh what is it, Baldur's Gate. Okay. Um, uh, we're hitting them they all. They name the the Moonshade Isles, which I know was a yes. series of books. And Did they say anything about the Menzo Bronson? They did go into the Underdark, but they okay. never I don't think they ever mentioned Menzo burns on or however you pronounce it. I was right. really hoping because I was waiting for a Drizzt cameo, which yes. never happened. Oh, wow. too bad. Okay. There is a, there is an amazing cameo in that movie though, that, uh, just blew me out of my seat. And, uh, okay. if y'all don't mind me spoiling it, I'll, I'll tell you what it is. I don't mind to be spoiled. Okay. Does not matter? Put your, put your spoiler muffins on folks. If you don't want to know. There's a moment near the end of the movie where your 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 group uh they they have to basically participate in like a uh kind of like a gladiatorial games type thing. There's there's like five or six different groups that are all competing, they're going through this maze and they're trying to collect stuff basically. You know, it's like a Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, um yeah. but they show at one point they show one of the groups from kind of far off and then we get up close to him a little bit later, but it's the freaking characters from the eighties Dungeons and Dragons Saturday morning cartoon. Oh, okay. It just blew me away. I just went, hold on. They look kind of familiar. And then they, they, they come into him a little bit later and it's like the little kid barbarian with the big club and the, yeah. the, the, the guy with the freaking bow, all of them were there. It was pretty cool. Nice. Nice. Yeah, you know something like that they would have done on purpose. That too much oh, yeah. effort to yeah. That yeah. that's a major yeah. major Easter egg there. Yeah, it was pretty neat. But all the way, it was a pretty good movie. It was it was kind of fun. Well, cool. Yeah, I I it looks like it, and it's it's on my to watch list. Uh, just a matter of getting there, you know, through everything yeah. else. And now summer is is starting to kick up, and some other shows are starting to return that we we want to watch. And yeah, so yeah. Uh, we have, um, I think the last time I checked, we have five or six movies in there on DVD that we want to watch that we've been buying. Yeah. Just haven't watched them yet. So, um, 
we're probably four or five months into the dawn of DC. Yeah. They have released four Superman-based books. They've released Superman, The Adventures of Superman, John Kent, Superboy, Man of Tomorrow, and most recently, Steelworks. And I, I believe that was the order that they were released in, actually. And then Action Comics as well. Uh, yeah, you're right. Why do I not have that on here? Hmm, I didn't even think of that. And Action Comics has been in on it since the beginning, haven't they? Didn't they start I think so. pretty much? So they probably have either three or four issues out of Action Comics under yeah. Dawn of DC. That's where it started, isn't yeah, it? Action so. Comics, where it had all I think, of the- I think so, yeah. I think it was the first of the the first of them to to have the the banner at the top. Yeah, it had like four or five of the Superman family vignettes yeah. through it. it. It's kind of an anthology yes. book. Okay. Yeah. Um. So, ha- have you been reading all of these as they have been? Um. I haven't made read Superboy. I, you okay. know, of course, I'm a month behind because I'm reading them on the app. Um, right. Superboy. I, I've I've started it a couple times. It just hasn't really held my interest. Um, I've read all the others. I'm, I'm enjoying everything, you know, uh, the other Superman. Well, I haven't read Steelworks yet because it just came out. So yeah, I think just last week. So yeah, yeah. it'll, it'll be on the app next month, but I anything, uh, anything in any of those standing out to you that you, that you honestly can say you are enjoying and you're looking forward to the next one when it rolls around. I'm really enjoying adventures of Superman, John Kent. Okay. Um, I'm enjoying Superman. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't really remember what's going on in action comics, to tell you the truth. Well, uh, it's it's bouncing around so much. I mean, it's it's yeah, it's the one that has had the uh, Battle Planet twins in it. Um, bye, Billy. Bye, Billy. Oh, he he said that as soon as he got on. Yeah, okay. Um, I'm I'm enjoying Superman. Uh, I I can't explain yeah. to you why. Um, but there's just something about the the story that just yeah. It, it's really it's, it's, it's working for me. It, yeah, it feels very unique for a for a for a, a character that's been you know publishing comics nonstop for eighty years. You know they've been telling stories about this character for eighty years. It's it's it feels very fairly unique and new. Um, I've been enjoying action comics because it's been hitting on. A little bit of the different aspects of the Superman mythos. Now with, um, you know, John Kent and Superboy and um, John Steele having their own books, I don't know if they're going to continue to have, um, I don't know if they're going to continue to make cameos really in action comics or if they have moved them out into the books and they're going to focus on some of the other characters like Supergirl, um, I guess Power Girl, the... Twins from the Battle Planet, or whatever they're calling that, yeah. uh, which a lot of those I'm not as interested in. So um, I've really been digging the Superman book, John Kent to a lesser extent, and Superboy to a much lesser extent. So the the younger the characters get, I, I don't know, just the less interesting they yeah. are to me. Um, John Henry Irons, I'm interested in. Him and his daughter and that whole, because I'm not as familiar with them after the death and and uh, yeah. rebirth or whatever they call it at the time of Superman. You know, his, his basically very near his introduction, if if not yeah. his introduction. Was that Iron's introduction? Yeah, that was. Yep. Was the death yep. of Superman? Okay. Yeah. So yep. 
because I, I read the death of and I, I read the funeral of a friend and then Superman, I guess, where all four right, of them were yeah, running right around. The Superman, yeah. And and then after that, I, I fell off and and just whatever yeah. did other things. Whatever. So that's as far as I read John Henry. Um, and anytime I've looked at Superman books, you know, I've seen oh well, he's still around and his daughter and or maybe plural daughters. Uh, now I see that she has a suit of her own, and uh, yeah, so yeah. it'll be interesting. Kind of reminds me of uh, what they did with the Black Lightning and his daughters on the TV show. Yeah. Um, yep. And so that that piqued my interest. So I've I've kept up with everything so far. Um, actually, I've managed to read all of the Dawn of DC stuff, um, even though I, I have to pull the the uh, needles out of my eyeballs that I insert when I read Harley Quinn because I absolutely detest that character. Yeah, Oh, I'm gonna read that one. Um, and and I'm- my my uh, youngest daughter, who uh, I think next year will be her senior year in high school. She loves Harley. Oh, I you know, but that's pretty I much. I do not identify with Harley. Think, for, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, it's, especially yeah, now the way it's written. Yeah. It's yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm curious about Poison Ivy. Um, I think her book just got the dawn of DC. Um, yeah flag on it or whatever. So in that she is so intimately tied up now with Harley Quinn, I don't know how I'm going to feel about Poison Ivy. But uh, you like that show? Oh, the the Black uh, Black Lightning TV show. Yeah, it, it, it was good. It was interesting. It was different. I thought it was well done, particularly for a, a um, yeah, whatever the channel network was uh, for one of their shows. CW. Yeah, the CW. Again, I think most of their shows, I am not the demographic they're trying to draw, but Black yeah. Lightning, they seem to maybe make that attempt to to get a yep. little bit older, you know, so. Yeah, and I keep meaning to check that one out. It's the only one that uh, interests me in any way, as far as all it, their shows. It, it was good. It was good. It was um, reserved. I mean, they, they weren't, it, he wasn't a big, bold superhero, you know, yeah. uh, and they really worked on the family aspect and they really worked on the, he has daughters in school and he works in a school and the importance of school. And, uh, you know, so it, it just, it definitely had a different, different slant on it. Okay. I'm good. I'm done. Well, I read, uh, green, green arrow Mm -hmm. first issue. I, I enjoyed it. And, uh, green lantern enjoyed that one too. I was really, you know, when they announced green lantern, I was at first kind of, it's like I'm getting really getting kind of tired of Hal Jordan, especially after recently reading um, the Far Sector 12 issue series with uh, Joe Mullen. She's right. officially my favorite Green Lantern, but um, I enjoyed it. It was fun. It was a it was a good first issue. So those are definitely ones I'm looking forward to. I agree. Yeah, most of them I'm I'm looking forward to, and I think I find that un- unless it's Wonder Woman. Female-driven uh, books just don't seem to maintain my interest, yeah. and younger character books don't seem to maintain my interest. So I'm I'm wondering if I'll be able to keep up with like Titans, um, although yeah. they're not they're not really young, but sometimes they slant it younger um, because Nightwing. There, there's not really anything young about Nightwing, not anymore. You know, yeah, uh, and and they've had everybody else who is on the Titans grow up too. So, yep. 
I think it'll be okay. I started reading the, the Doom Patrol. I haven't finished it yet, but it's yes. kind of fun so far. Wow. They they have yeah. dropped everybody possible in that book so far that has yeah. had anything to do with Doom Patrol. And and that's what I think is cool is that it's it's referential all the way back to the 60s. And that's yeah. that's cool because you you have to work to do that. You have to find the people. You have to figure out a good way to work them in. Um, hopefully, you reflect their characterization accurately for how they have been done in the past. And so, if you do all that, it's like, yeah, you you put in the time to to really make this a cool product, and and that that's the kind of yeah. stuff I can appreciate. Yep. All right, we ready to talk about this Superman story? Yes, sir. All right. Today we're looking at the Black Gang, which is the fourth story to appear in Superman number seven. It was written by Jerry Siegel, pencils by Joe Schuster, and inks by Wayne Boring. Superman number seven has a cover date of November slash December 1940, uh, but an on sale date of September 10th, 1940. And here's what happened Lois and Clark go undercover to a nightclub to get the story on a band of crooks called the Black Gang. During the evening, the couple is approached by Frank Jordan and Jane Day. Jane convinces Clark to take her home in a cab. The cab is pulled over by the Black Gang, but Clark escapes. Lois leaves with Jordan, and he kidnaps her for her jewels. When he and the Black Gang discover that she is a reporter and not a high society gal, they decide to kill her. Superman arrives in time to save Lois and catch the gang, recovering evidence to convict them, including a reporter, Peter Peeker, who works for a rival newspaper and was a member of the gang. And every time I read that dude's name, I had to do it again because every time I read Peter Parker, every yes. single time. So, so did I. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, folks, if, if you don't have access to these stories, here is the kind of thing you miss. This is the narration on the splash page for this, this story. Metropolis at night, myriads of lights gleaming and glittering in deepest dark. With the ending of the day's toil, the great city's populace seeks relaxation in theaters, amusement parks, nightclubs. But suddenly, a menace faces merrymakers, the Black Gang, a band of ruthless thieves who specialize in brutal robberies of nightclub patrons, terrorizes the town. I mean, come on. That's, that's just... Yeah, and that's... You know, that's how you succeed as a, as a criminal organization is to specialize. Well, yeah. you know, don't spread yourself out, specialize. And they, yep. they've chosen nightclub yep. patrons. Yep. You know, uh, you, you, you only use the hookers or you only sell the blow or you only move guns or yeah, specialize. And, yeah. Well, and when I read this today and read that opening box there at first, I was, I thought that's the dumb, why are they? focusing on just people who go to nightclubs because i'm thinking of nightclubs nowadays where it's just normal people but you know back at this time it's like high society people that's that's who are hanging out you know yes. that didn't hit me until as i got into the book and then then it made sense it's like all right i, I, I can get behind you going after yeah. people who go to nightclubs yeah what one, once upon a time average joe couldn't afford nightclubs but yeah. Of course, they they had to open it up to him because there's many more average Joes than there are rich people. So <laughs> you end up making more money if you appeal to the average Joe. We get to see Lois as a blonde. Yes. Which uh, about knocks Clark on his butt. And we see Clark without his glasses. Yeah. 
that was a good scene. He's very worried because, you know, they, as the synopsis says, they go undercover. They go to this, this nightclub to try to catch the, you know, get the story on the black gang. And so Lois bleaches her hair because she figures there somebody's going to recognize her because she's famous Lois Lane. Right. And then so she tells Clark that he's got to do something as well to change his look and she tells him to take off his glasses. And he's super nervous. He doesn't want to do it because he's afraid that she's going to recognize, you know, not Superman, Superman. You know, it's just right. always been that joke. But uh, when he takes his glasses off, of course, she's like, hmm, you're quite handsome. <laughs> you know? Yep. She also tones down on the mascara quite a bit. Yeah. As part of her, yep. her cover. Um, looks like she uses as much uh, lip highlighter, whatever you want to call it. Um, but the mascara is significantly less for too. And I, I really liked how Clark obviously likes blondes, apparently, because it's like when he first sees her, he's just like, and, you know, rockets are going off in his head and stuff. And it's like, yep. all right. So we know that Clark likes Lois, but he really likes her as a blonde. <laughs> you know, yep. Which we now know, um, the black hair is her natural color. Yeah. In case yeah. I, you know, we needed to know that because she had to bleach in order to get the blonde. Yeah. This is another one of those that, on the surface, for a Superman story, you think it's not. It, eh, it's a bunch of crooks with black hoods on, fancy suits, robbing people from nightclubs, but. It, it again, it had kind of a few moments in it that made it kind of fun. Uh, I really liked Clark being basically he was playing the part of Bruce Wayne in the nightclub because he's just this rich playboy throwing yep, money just, around. Uh, and, yep, just and, money uh, everywhere. But at, at first, because Lois is really, you know, tip him 20 bucks and he's like 20 bucks. You know, of course, this is a guy that he's got a crap ton of money. We've established that already because. He right. bought all those tickets for those kids for the circus. He, you know, he made that $2 million from the, you know, the, the oil deal or whatever. But he obviously really is a spendthrift because he didn't like the idea of spending that 20 bucks. But then he really kind of gets into it. He's he's giving money to the dancing girls and he's yep. just he's having fun. But it, it does what it's supposed to do, which is to draw the attention of the people that are there in the nightclub looking for somebody to rob. and. Lois, they establish, is just wearing a crap ton of co uh, uh, costume jewelry. Right. Which they don't they don't find out it's costume until later. The bad She's, guys don't know. Yeah. 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 That, that was part of her disguise is that she yeah. went blonde, put on kind of a, a slinkier dress, uh, not an LBD. Uh, actually, this is green, uh, but it's it's and actually it's long, too, isn't it? Yeah, it comes down. So it's not a little anything it's a green uh more a formal dress blonde hair yeah. and lots of uh paste theater jewelry that she has i don't know Which, why she would have had i it mean hanging around but what's funny is though you you kind of flip through this and it's like all right she's wearing uh at least a couple of bracelets on one arm but she doesn't have any necklaces on mm -hmm. um i'm not seeing any evidence of big gaudy rings so it's like she's supposed to be draped in, you know, jewels and gold, but apparently the artist didn't get that note. Or they didn't want to put the time in. I'm I'm sure that yeah, kind of yeah. stuff is annoying panel after panel to remember which finger and what the, the brooch looked like and all that kind of stuff. 
my my favorite moment of this story it comes right after Lois and Clark introduce themselves to to Peter Peeker. I have to think about it to say his name right. Right. Um, which that that panel is pretty funny by itself because she's she tells him, um, Peter says, I've I've never seen you two around here before. And she goes, easily explained, Ralph Carlson is an Oklahoma oil man. And then Clark says, and anyone in Oklahoma could tell you that Kay Andrews is one of its leading socialites. And then two panels later, you know, this guy looking over at Lois, it's just, there's no, there's a text box above it, but it's just a, this guy just going, hmm, just kind of eyeballing her. Uh, yeah. Yep. You, you can almost hear like a dream weaver and little hearts going around his head and stuff. It's a, it's a funny look. It's a funny panel, but Clark, Clark tries Clark to, it's really jealous. Yeah. He tries to get in his line of sight there to block from that's right. looking at <laughs> that's Lois. Right. It's like, that's right. That is. Yeah, that very next panel. That's a great panel. He's really craning his neck. Yeah, I don't yeah, like the way not. this guy's looking at you. She's like, "Well, you don't have to deliberately block his view." But we get a a a, a redhead hitting on Clark. Of course, she's one of the mm-hmm. she's one of the bad guys. That's her job is to get the to get the men out of the club. And then the good looking guy that was looking at Lois, he he gets the women out of the club, and then they take them somewhere to be to be uh, robbed. And I, this, this, uh, this story actually establishes, cause we have a, a number of moments throughout these books where like Lois will throw herself at Superman and he's mm-hmm. always like, lady back away. You're that's crazy. Whereas most red blooded men would be like, Oh, I'll, I'll smooch up uh, on you, you know, but <laughs> okay. They, it's almost like they establish in this one because this girl's cozying up to him in the cab and she's like, come on, don't you want to don't you want to make out and stuff? And she actually says to him, um, what does she say? Uh, haven't you ever had the urge to hold a girl in your arms, crush her tight? And he, his, his thought is in as much as I'm Superman, I'm afraid I might forget myself and crack her ribs. Yeah. So that's why he doesn't take advantage. Afraid of, of injuring all the ladies somebody. To throw themselves at him. Yeah. Yeah. Guess in his excitement, he might lose himself. I changed my mind about my favorite moment. Uh, okay. It's actually this moment here when they, they get out of the cab and the black gang are there and one of them smacks Clark in the back of the head with one of those, I don't know what you call them, a little Is that called leather. Billy Jack? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, Billy Jack, something like that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but Clark, instead of doing what he would normally do and that's pretend, oh, you know, like it, like, like it hurt, right, he just yeah. runs away. He just runs off into the woods. They're shooting at him. It's bullets are ricocheting off his back. And he's upset that his suit is now ruined. And that's my favorite moment. Just they club okay. him in the back of the head and he just runs. And they're like, what the flip? Just, oh, and just he's screaming, help, help. Woods. As yeah. he's running away. As he's running away. And then we have at least three of them just, just unloading at him as he's running away. You know. And like, hitting him. Good. I mean, they're, they're good shots. Yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. He was a regular dude. He'd be dead. Yep. And did you notice that they the artist drew two different kinds of handguns? Oh yeah. Yep. Re- revolver and two automatics. Two automatics. Yeah. Did did they have automatics? I guess in the forty. I guess they did. But... Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I know they had yeah, revolvers. The, um, trying to think of the name of that because there's a particular gun that Colt made. It was like one of the first. And uh, okay. 
I know it was a big, it was a big deal for, I don't know if it was off, maybe officers ha- carried them in the war. Okay. Um, Colt 1911, or I can't remember what it's called. I used okay. to be really into guns because of some stuff I tried to write once. Gotcha. Um, come through here, see if anything else jumps out. The, uh, there's a guy in here, and I don't know if this is Peter Peeker, who looks very much like Alfred. Got a top hat on, but he's got this little mustache. It's like Alfred, Batman's butler. I was going to say Batman's Alfred. Okay. Yeah. Um, the first incident of a car screeching into the parking building, the green car, they pass a sign that says no parking green hat. Any idea what that means? Mm. Green hat? No, no idea. No parking green hat. I, I don't know. I mean, it, it's it's a green car that they're driving. I don't know if that's a coincidence yeah. or, you know, if one has anything to do with the other. Are you looking it up? Yeah, hopefully. Um, maybe the green hat is a valet illusion, saluting to valet yeah, parking, may- perhaps. Yeah, the name maybe of the garage, you can't maybe park the parking because garage. Because there's green hats, and the green hat is is what they're calling a valet. Maybe. We have a moment where they uh, shoot at Superman and he catches the bullets and throws them back at him. And and they, they dance. Yeah, like, that's right. Like, like they did in the Old West. He, like people yeah. shooting at their feet. They, yeah, he's, he, he tells them, throws them at their feet and says, now dance. And several of them are reacting to that. Uh, one of which is a female, which is kind of funny, I think. Yeah. She's hiking up her dress as she's dancing. Well, yeah, that way she can... Move her feet yeah. better and, and dance really, better. Yeah. yeah, really get into it, do some hot stepping. But yeah, Superman's. We, we're we're seeing uh, kind of the return of the quippy Superman. We're seeing that more in these last few stories. Because mm-hmm. uh, he, he before they shoot at him, he knocks the guys down just like bowling pins. And they shoot at him, and he catches him and says, "Thanks, fellas. Now dance." Yep. Haven't had too many quips here the past little bit, but yeah, obviously yep. he hasn't forgotten how to. Yeah. Uh, I don't, I don't know if there's anything else. Do you have a favorite moment from this one? Peter Peeker did. Um, probably when, uh, he catches the bullets and throws them at, at the bad guys, tells them to dance, throwing the bullets at their feet. That, that was pretty funny. (laughs) Yeah. Um, is this the one, let me go back to the beginning. Yeah. This is the one that opens up with the front page of the morning pictorial, which is the uh, competition, the Daily mm-hmm. Planet's competition, and the editor, who we only get his last name too, editor editor Kennedy of the Morning Pictorial, telephones rival editor White of the Planet, and he asked the guy, he asked Perry, you know, did you read uh, Peeker's latest scoop on the Black Gang? And Perry's response is, "Me? I never read your blasted sheet." But then he learns that uh, the pictorial is scooping them. They got to do something about that. You you know he reads it. Oh yeah, to, to, to you see have to what be they're an idiot doing, not to read it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're they're direct competitors at a time when newspapers were were the thing. So yeah, oh, yeah. that's nowadays you don't really know what that's like as as the the common man because papers aren't. You know, once upon a time, newspapers were about the only source of information. Whatever was in the paper yeah. would wind up on the radio. You know, eventually, yeah. but. Radios really didn't. That's not what radios did. They were for entertainment, not for information. Yeah. Newspapers were where you got your information. Yep. 
Yeah. When I worked at Walgreens a couple of years ago, um, every once in a while I'd sell a newspaper. Uh, most often if I was working a Sunday morning, we would, we would get just a, a small stack of newspapers every day, maybe 10 of them. Mm-hmm. And most days there would be at least 75% of them left over. But on Sundays they tended to sell out. Okay. Yeah. But a lot of that would be because of the, you know, the ads, the, the, the coupons and stuff, they'd right, stick right, in the middle yeah. of those. All so. that, the sales paper uh, ads and the, yeah. the, the, the funnies, the funny, the comics. Yeah. yeah. Um, I've got a newspaper man here in, in the other room. As a matter of fact, that's uh, Terry works for our local newspaper. Yeah. Uh, she works in a much better paying office than a reporter, but she does work <laughs> for our local newspaper. Cool. He's, uh, I used to throw throw papers when I was a kid. Okay. I got hit by a couple. Uh, so my first one of my first jobs. I think there's a lot of folks that are of a particular age that that was among their first jobs. Yeah. Being being a newspaper yeah. delivery person. Yeah, that's, you know, it's like nowadays, like with my kids, it's, you know, back in my day, that's, yeah, it's something you do as your first job. You go get a job throwing newspapers. And and now really about the only thing that's similar to that, that we had back then that uh, teenagers are still doing now would be mowing lawns in the summer. Uh, yeah, that's probably about the only thing. Yeah. Most any jobs now are indoor doing something, customer service somehow. So, yeah. Yep. Yeah. All right. Um, anything else you want to say about this one? I don't think so. Just another kind of, not in a pejorative manner, but another pedestrian kind of story that um, yeah. Superman has had. He's like, like we said at the at the an, an episode, or actually probably multiple episodes ago. Uh, there's there seems to be we're we're in the midst of a run of this kind of uh, Superman against the man yeah. kind of stuff. Uh, you know the the bad guy or the corrupt guy or the you know and yeah we're we're just in the midst of one of these runs and um i keep reading hoping that yeah we'll finally break yeah. out of that and get something get something a little bit more exotic yeah yeah it's like the the quality we're we're we we've reached kind of a point where the quality has gone up the it, the stories look better they're um told better mm-hmm. but you read them and you enjoy them. Man, that was a good story. Let's read the next one. But they're yeah, they're not something that six months from now you're gonna no. you're gonna remember a lot of stuff that happened in these in these stories. Nothing is standing out quite yet. We're at the end of uh, 1940. When when did the U.S. enter World War II? Um, I I don't know if it's going on at this point, uh, but it was. I'm. Fairly oh. certain that Pearl Harbor was December I, of 41. I was going to say, I should know that. Yeah, December of 41. So we've got another year before something major starts happening, although it might happen a little bit before that where, I don't know, maybe we'll start seeing some more Nazi spies or, yeah. you know, something to to break out of this, this ordinary kind of bad guy kind of thing. Yeah, because I know that, um, you know, America was not was not going to get involved. Right. And yeah. it was public opinion was we that's not our that's not our fight. You know, there were, of course, just like just like today, you know, there's there there were a contingent of people that's like, we got to get over there and we, America's got to get involved. We got to help this. We got to help them, you know, and then there were the others and we're not going to do that. But then, of course, Pearl Harbor happens and everybody's like, oh, hell no. You don't yeah. do that to the <laughs> yeah, U.S. Yeah, that's right. It's like there, there is no not get involved now. 
Yeah, yeah. All right. You wrap it up. All righty. Yep. All right. Well, thanks for uh, uh, listening to this episode. Um, until next week, uh, I'm Steven, and that's Ed. This was the Superman Super Show. Bye. 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 You've been listening to the Superman Super Show. Questions and comments can be directed to the Superman Super Show at gmail.com. You can follow the show on Twitter under the handle at Supes Super Show. That's at S-U-P-S Super Show. And continue the conversation at the Super Show Forum at forums.justanotherfanboy.com. We also encourage you to rate the show wherever available and share this podcast with a friend. All links will be in the show notes. Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Action Comics Magazine. Me, me, me. I need one of those, you know, the, the old school things where they'd spray the stuff in their mouth. Before they'd, the radio announcer before they'd start talking. Or the opera singer on a cartoon. Some, I was going to say somebody will, will uh, put something in it and you'll, you'll get all tight and start squeaking and have a little head right. or, you know, all these goofy things. Who That's knows right. what's going to happen? Your, your head will shrink. <laughs> yeah. Mouth will pull tight to where you can't talk. I mean, yeah. All right. <clears throat>